Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us for Small Business Survival Conversations. And I hit that word a little extra. Uh, It's uh, myself and my colleague, Anna Steinfest, with you today. Hi, Anna. Hello, Michael. And hello, everyone. What we wanted to focus on today is the possibility out there that we're going to see a recession coming our way or certainly a slowdown. So what are the things we can do to prepare ourselves to be sure we're strong going through that time frame? And uh, we thought right away, both of us, about costs, right? Yes. If we give you some ideas how to cut some cost in your small business, you know, maybe a lot of it maybe reminders for you. But we just wanted to mention some of them just to make sure that you're prepared and you're recession proof. So one is looking at your supply chain. Are there places where you need to reevaluate the cost of certain supplies or your vendor? Uh, Can you find others who might supply at at a lower price, especially in a competitive marketplace and when things are getting tight? So supply expenses, production costs, another obvious place to look. Can we become more efficient? And if you are in production, a lot of times... If you have leftover paper, metal, instead of uh, sending it to the recycling center, you may be able to find a different market to resell it. Again, you may have to have, uh, you may need to do some homework, but that may be additional money stream for you. Can you make better use of the space for for production so that you could rent out a portion of it and uh, thus cut some costs and get a little revenue stream coming in? Uh, the various ways that you might look at making things more efficient. Uh, we all get a little, a little sloppy in the way we do things and simply studying the efficiency of your, your workforce and how they do certain tasks and how those tasks are laid out from a spatial standpoint might find you some cost savings. What about the financial area, Anna? Yes, let's talk about some of the financial accounts you should be looking at. For example, in our own business, what we did is we went out and we started asking some other insurance company to give us quotes. And guess what? One of the insurance company, first of all, it was very easy to receive a, a quote from them. And second, they reduced our expense with more than triple what we we are paying and the best part is like the previous insurance carrier he didn't care what we were covered and what we were not covered and at that time we did not compare what we were covered but now we are efficiently covered with everything what we do and we pay three times less than the previous insurance carrier. Oh. So it's worth it to review some of your financial. When we say financial, we means like sometimes bank accounts. If you pay monthly fee, there is some banks who will give you a checking account with no monthly fees attached, especially the credit union, smaller banks. Review that and, and just reassess how much money you spent on unnecessary expenses on the financial end. Let me jump to the marketing side of things, too, and have you think a little about that. Uh, You have an email list, most likely, and we've talked before about how the fact that your current customer base, 
is really a wonderful resource for marketing what you do. Is there a way you can use that email list to go back and get them to give more more direct referrals to your business for what you're offering, whether it be at services or products? Don't fail to make the most efficient and effective use of that email list you can. And now's the time to think that through. Another thought is maybe this is a time when you have to network a bit more, warm up some clients that are out there prospectively, and, and don't worry about, don't put so much money into advertising as into that direct relationship that networking can accomplish for you. That's a pretty inexpensive way to market your business. Just get out there and be seen a lot. Talk to a lot of people. That doesn't cost you as much as put, putting money on specific marketing uh, initiatives. And I want to add reassessing your total marketing dollars because yep. a lot of times you will be spending a lot of money and they don't bring any of the business you need. Michael gave you excellent ideas how with no dollars pretty much you can network and obtain some sales. And we work with some businesses that will pay two, $3,000 a month on marketing and this, it does not give them the sales to offset the marketing dollars. Now it's the, a good time to reassess every dollar you spend in social media, especially because right now social media is overpopulated. Does your advertisement stand out and people can see your product services? Does it bring you additional sales? Because we all the time will go to Facebook Facebook right now with the new algorithm is not like used to be. So make sure that you reassess and reevaluate every dollar you spend in the marketing field. We also know that we're in this crazy world now of uh, so many things changing. Some people are working in the office, some are working from home. Keeping them happy in that regard is, is a part of retaining good employees. So you need to now, if you haven't already done it, learn more about the virtual technology out there that lets you go both ways to to have some people in the office and maybe they rotate through. But if you don't already know and, and have a feel for Microsoft Teams and Slack as a way to communicate and meet, uh, or you're familiar, you need to be familiar with Zoom and, and Google Meet and Cisco WebEx, even sharing uh, documents through Google Drive and Microsoft Soft SharePoint and other technology. All of the things may be ways of saving costs, not paying for people to come and go every day to be sure. Nonetheless, as the communications continue, don't don't fail to learn now while you've got a little time, some more about virtual technology and how it might help you be more efficient in your communications and your team meetings. Everybody's grousing about too many meetings these days. Well, this is the way to, to make that a little easier, perhaps. And then I and we're both going to want to talk about this one. Just something you want to share? So, Michael, I think that the biggest cost cutting for small business owners is to narrow your business focus mm -hmm. to be one of the most effective strategy for cutting costs in business. Because by limiting the types of services you offer and project you are accepting, you will be more productive and you will produce higher quality work. Think about that. In fact, to, to what degree, because we've had opportunities to earn money, we've in, we've in fact let a little bit of the quality slip away because we've taken on more than we should. So the narrowing of your focus now and really focusing on being good at what you're doing, this is the time to do it if a recession is approaching. Yes. In our last tip, we would like you to hire an expert 
in cost cutting because sometimes we will go and we will train ourselves to do certain things. But first of all, we will never be experts in doing that. And second of all, calculate how many hours it took us to gain this new knowledge. And again, we have to remind you, you will never be the best in that particular field because you're just starting to learn this field rather than go and pay someone else, an expert to come and help you like an accountant. And you have to evaluate, is this a way you can save some money because you're not depleting your limited time to work in the business by trying to do it all yourself? That's another piece of that perhaps is that there are some opportunities you have that you could subcontract in the short run because you can't take them on because you don't have the resources or you don't want to spend the money for additional supplies or equipment, but you could subcontract during this uncertain period of a recession. You don't have to keep the, those subcontracts. You can close them off whenever you need to. That gives you flexibility. So look at some, the possibility of subcontracting and as Anna says, hiring somebody to come in and help guide you through a good cost cutting initiative. All those things... Ideas for you to look at ways that you can prepare for the potential for a, a coming recession. To remain competitive, it is imperative to evaluate your activities on a regular basis to determine how to make the most of your resources. This is our tip for the day. Thank yes. you, everyone. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.